0: after we've felt enough of Hashem's wrath the road to redemption will be a straight path for seven haftoras we will be consoled with his strong arm he'll lead us to our goal okay so this week's um, haftorah is a famous famous haftorah, and it actually again just like last week um is the first word of the Haftorah names the Shabbos? So um, this Shabbos, uh, it will be Shabbos Nachamu, and the word Nachamu comes from that uh, the the first word of the Haftorah, Nachamu Nachamu. Actually, the first two words. It's a double double uh, lashon, double language, Nachamu Nachamu um and the haftorah the, the the torah portion that's read is Vedchanan, but similar to the past the previous 3 weeks the next 7 weeks are called shiva de Nechemta, which um uh which are basically 7 straight weeks all the way up until uh right up until uh rosh Hashanah, that we read um uh haftorahs about nechama about about comfort um to comfort to comfort us after the previous three terrible weeks of learning about the destruction uh, of the Beit Hamikdash, the the Korban of the Beit Hamikdash, we are comforted with seven weeks of comfort. Um, and it's interesting; these seven Haftorahs, just as you can tell, three verses, seven, and also in in psukim, um in verses, the the amount of verses that we read of comfort far far outweigh the three uh, weeks that we read of of. Um, of destruction. And one of the commentaries say is that basically Hashem is, is ultimately kind, that the world is really a kind place. Yeah, we have some ups and downs, but when you compare the two, we have way more ups than we have downs. We have only three weeks of tochacha, of of criticism, and then we have seven straight weeks of comfort, that overwhelmingly we have more comfort in this world than we do bad times. Um so uh getting into um the haftorah the haftorah begins with two words um nachamu nachamu which means uh comfort comfort my people nachamu nachamu ami comfort comfort to my people and as i mentioned the um the Shavis, the name of the Shabbos is Shabbos, nachamu because of the haftorah um but why is the word nachamu repeated twice so there's a few answers that i heard one answer is that double language means that something is going to be imminent. It's definitely going to happen. There's no doubt about it. So, Nachumu Nachumu is to say that there's no doubt about it and uh, that the Jewish people will be comforted extremely soon. Um, another reason why the double language of Nachumu is because the combination of Nachumu combined, the gematria, uh, if you add all the letters up together, the gematria of Nachumu equals that it's the same gematria as Pinchas, and Pinchas is famously um, going to be the one that will uh, lead the Jewish people back into Eretz Israel in the times of the Mashiach. Um, and um, uh, another reason why Nachamu Nachamu is repeated twice is um, to say that we should pray for it daily, that we should it should always be on our mind that we should have to almost re, we almost have to repeat it to ourselves sometimes to get it ingrained in our head that um that nachama that that comfort will will eventually come um moving on so the Haftorah says um that the um the neviim the, the prophets should speak to the hearts of the people um I'll leave speak to the hearts of Jerusalem and proclaim to her complaint com, com, uh, sorry proclaim uh, to Jerusalem that exile is, that the exile is complete, and that the Jewish people's sins are forgiven, and she has received kiflaim. She's received double for all of her sins from heaven. So why, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of Torah, we have a double language, nachmu, nachmu, and here it says that um, for the that the, the exile, now that it's complete, uh, and that our sins have forgi- have been forgiven, that will receive double, so what exactly are we going to receive double of um, the commentaries say we're going to receive double consolation. Why are we going to receive double consolation because the commentaries say that um, that we receive double consolation because uh, uh because basically all the bad things that we've done, all the sins that we have done have the ability to actually be completely flipped upside uh, 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 you know flipped on their head. Uh, like a like a pitchfork is able to flip, um, you know, is able to 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 flip straw all the way, you know, completely upside down. So too, um, the Jewish people will be able to flip our the the nations, our our sins, our averos upside down on their heads, and they'll actually become a reward for us. So, not only will will our sins be forgiven, but our sins will actually eventually come to work to help us in the end. Um, and that's why double, that's why we'll receive double the credit because not only the good things we have done will count for good, even the bad things will be flipped on their head and they'll also help us in the end. Um, and, uh, but uh, so another reason why, um, there was a, a double punishment for us is because the sins that we committed not only were, um, a sin, but they also had the, the extra added effect of being a chil Hashem, of being a desecration of God's name. It's interesting, you know, I think we see this today, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Browns fan, and you see that the quarterback, Deshaun Watson, um, part of what he's been tried for is not only um, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the assaults that, that, that he did, but he also is being uh, punished for desecrating the name of the National Football League. Um, and Lahavdil uh, but but you know in in a similar kind of way the Jewish people are not only did they commit a sin but they also caused a desecration of God's name by committing those sins. Why was it a desecration of God's name? It's because all the other nations will ask about the Jewish people. Where is their God? You know, if their God, if the Jewish people's God is really behind them, why aren't why isn't the God there? Why isn't our God there to protect us? And the reason is, of course, is because we sinned. But um, our sins. That's not going to be obvious that we sin to the other nations, and they're going to ask, where is their God? Um, but, and that's why, uh, and, and that desecrates God's name. So our sin not only causes a bat, a blemish on us for the, the sin itself, but it, it's an added double blemish because it is a chilo of Hashem, a desecration of God's name. Moving on, so there will be a voice that calls from Bamidbar that says, clear the way for Hashem, make a straight path, a road for our God. And the Jews will once again be exiled. Um, but, and, and the commentaries say that, that, you know, the Jews, now that we're, we're, we're in exile, just like we were when we were at slaves in Egypt. And just like the slaves in Egypt were miraculously brought to the land of of uh, Eretz Israel, were miraculously brought to Israel out of Egypt. Um, you know, there, for example, the sea split, there were mountains that flattened, there were valleys that raised up. So too when the Jewish people are coming back to Israel in the times of Moshiach, so too things will be basically completely flattened out. The road will be a straight path back to, um, back to Hashem, back to Eretz Israel. And uh, the Haftorah says um, that, that God will flatten the mountains, He'll, you know, that, that every valley will be raised, every mountain will be lowered, um, all the rough areas of the earth will be flattened. Um, and basically, it'll be just an easy ride back into Eretz Israel. So there's obviously the um, the pashat uh, pshat. The the obvious understanding is that basically the natural order, the natural way of things, the the mountains will be flattened, the valleys will be raised, the rough parts will be flat. Basically, it'll be an easy uh, geographical, you know, it'll it'll be a an an easy topical way back to the land of Israel. It, everything will be flattened. Um, but there's more of a drash, more of a um, a unique understanding here um, that basically, what does it mean that the valleys will be raised and the mountains will be lowered um, and the rough parts will be flattened? The meaning is, is that basically the important things in life that are mocked today, that are made fun of today in our world, those, those things that are actually very important will be raised up in the times of the Moshiach. As where the mountains the mountains, those things that, the useless things, the things that we honor in today's day and age, that in all reality, in all actuality, um, those things will be lowered. Those things will be, um, shown to what they're really worth. They're, they're really worthless. Those things will be lowered. So, uh, there's the obvious understanding that actual, actual valleys of the earth and mountains, you know, will be flattened, but so too, um, basically the lowly people among us that are actually tzaddikim, that are righteous, those will be raised up. And the people that are so high and mighty, but really w- what they stand for is useless, those people will be lowered um, in the times of the Moshiach. Then moving on. So the glory of Hashem will be revealed. Um, kol busar, all flesh, will see the mouth of Hashem spoke. So not only the Jewish people, but all of humanity will see that the mouth of Hashem spoke. Moving on. So... Um, the Haftorah says, proclaim that all flesh is like grass, and its chesed, its kindness, is like a flower. And uh, the Haftorah equates people to grass, because just like grass grows and then fades, um, and similarly, promises that people make of chesed, you know, people saying, I'm going to do this for you, similarly, those also fade, those, you know, not all promises of doing kindness are kept. Um, uh and and just like those things fade you know grass grows flowers grow but ultimately they wither away they die um however hashem's word that stands forever the Haftorah says and um and and the point here being is that if we focus on if we focus on sort of uh spending our time thinking about honoring people or honoring um you know, uh, the, the, the fake kind of the, the unkept promises of other people, ultimately that will wither away and that will, it's not eternal. But if we focus on sort of the eternal Hashem, um, the word of Hashem that stands forever, that will, um, that will not, you know, that, that'll stand forever. And, uh, but, but if we, if we focus on the wrong things, uh, then it'll be just like grass that can be blown away, uh, with a, with a strong wind. Then the Aftor says um, that the Navi, that the prophet should uh, ascend a mountain, the herald of Zion, raise a strong voice, don't fear, and say to the cities of of Yehuda, Hashem will come with a strong arm, his reward is with him, like a shepherd grazes his flocks and carries his lambs in his bosom and guides the nursing sheep. So what's interesting here is, we read, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that uh, the mountains will be lowered. The high and mighty people that are that aren't contributing to the to the the goodness of the world will ultimately be lowered, um, because they rule sort of with an iron fist, with with without compassion. But we can see from our Haftorah, God God rules with Nachmu, uh, with 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 um, with Rachamim, with with compassion and um, with comfort. And similarly uh you can see that that god will eventually come with his strong arm even though he doesn't actually have a strong arm but but you know and um but uh as an analogy with his strong arm and just like a shepherd um who cares for even his his weakest his littlest his smallest lambs and if his if a little tiny lamb is not keeping up with the rest of the herd uh a shepherd will carry that lamb uh you know in his bosom uh, well, it, you know, right next to him, right next to his chest, um, close to him. Similarly, God will carry the Jewish people, even though the Jewish people seem like right now we're sort of behind the behind the the, the behind the ball, uh, and and throughout generations we've been destroyed, we've been we've been um, uh, desecrated, messed with. But uh, God says that just like a shepherd who cares for even his smallest, most vulnerable lamb, so too. God will care for the Jewish people, that that vulnerable lamb, and God will pick us up and carry us in his bosom, so to speak. Um, And uh, moving on, so the Haftorah says, who can measure the waters of the earth? Who can gauge the heavens? Who can weigh the mountains? Who can measure the dust? Basically, all of these are to say that it's impossible to measure um, Hashem. Who can appraise the spirit of Hashem? Who's able to measure exactly what the earth is made of? It's impossible to measure uh the heavens and weigh the mountains um and, and and it's just everything is so vast uh how are we supposed to measure it um it's impossible the haftarah says to measure the spirit of hashem um and it challenges uh the haftarah then challenges um uh hashem's councilman ish Atsato, his councilman um can you know can you measure it? It, it it's asking uh hashem is asking you know the the leaders of humanity can you, can, uh, are you able to measure what, what the, you know, the earth? Are you able to measure the waters? Are you able to measure uh, the mountains and the dust? It's impossible. It's, you can't measure. Even the, the brightest leaders among humanity cannot, cannot accurately appraise exactly all of what Hashem uh, entails. Then um, where did you seek counsel, gain insight, and teach justice and wisdom? Uh, this is basically, again, challenging the leaders of humanity, the, the human leaders, to say, you know, you might seem so smart, and you have insight, and you, you're able to know justice, but where did you get that from? Ultimately, you got that from learning the Torah. Um, it says, uh, the Hav Torah says, all the nations are a drop in the bucket. They're like a dust on a scale. A drop in a bucket or dust on a scale is meaningless. You know, a little bit of dust on a scale isn't going to impact the weight. A drop in the bucket has nothing, you know, is, is not going to impact what's in the bucket. Um, and it says, Lebanon, you know, uh, the country that, that is next to Eretz Yisrael, Lebanon is insufficient kindling that, that that all the trees of Lebanon w- won't even be enough kindling and all the beasts in Lebanon will be insufficient for offerings. So there's going to be, in the times of the Moshiach, such tremendous, um, so so many offerings brought that all the beasts in Lebanon and all the trees in Lebanon won't be enough to satisfy how many offerings will be brought um, then it says that the that uh basically the point here being is that idolatry, the, the all the idolatry of the surrounding nations like Lebanon, um, the neighbors of Israel, they will have no meaningful effect on the Jewish people in the times of the Moshiach. That the Jews and we've seen this throughout millennia, the the Jews have always you know, yes, there's been some assimilation, but ultimately the Jews have held on to who we are as people. And similarly, um, that, that basically uh, all those other nations are just like a drop in the bucket, are like dust on a scale. They're completely meaningless. Um, all the nations are like nothing to Hashem, uh, the Haftorah says. Nothing is is like God, um, that a person, a poor person, he tries to create idols that won't rot or fall apart. Um, and the Haftorah challenges that person that that is always chasing after idolatry um, and chasing after something that won't fall apart it says, don't you realize, don't you realize that Hashem sits on the circumference of the earth, that the inhabitants of the earth are like grasshoppers to God, that the heavens are like a curtain, the politicians and the judges of the earth, they're nothing. Um, and it, it, the, the haftorah says, the leaders of humanity, um, it's as if they weren't even planted. It's as if, uh, if, uh, if Hashem blew on them with a strong gust of wind, um, they would wither away or a storm wind would carry them away. Um, and one of the commentaries say this is referring to all the other nations that have tried to basically hurt the Jewish people throughout millennia, and how they have basically been completely swept away by the years of history. That the Greeks, the Romans, the Egyptians, the Spanish Empire, the Nazis—you know—the you, list goes on and on and on of all the people that have kicked out uh, the Jewish people. All, all the all the strong nations. Um, and empires that have, that have, you know, tried to destroy the Jewish people, yet none of them have been successful. And in fact, all of them have basically been blown away, are just a, a page in the history book, but nothing else. They don't exist today. Um, moving on. So who can liken me to my equal? God asks, um, says, says Kadosh, says the Holy One. Um, then the Torah begin, uh, 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 concludes with, raise your eyes, see who created these things. Basically, because you know, get real. See that that God created uh, things, um, and bring that the Hashem will ultimately bring legions by number and call each, call each nation by its name, um, and by His power and strength, um, not one, not one person will be missing. So the point here being that even though, um, you know, all of humanity is nothing but a drop in the bucket to God, nothing like dust on a scale. Um, nevertheless. God has not forgotten our names. God still uh, cherishes cherishes the Jewish people and will ultimately restore us to who we once were. Um, Moving, so so to to recap what I talked about in this week's parsha, I mentioned that this week's parsha is um, this week's haftorah that uh, the 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 Shabbos is called Shabbos Nachamu, and the reason it's called Shabbos Nachamu is because of the first two words of the haftorah, Nachamu, Nachamu, and this begins the. Um, the Shiva de Nachemta, the seven haftoras of comfort that follow Tisha B'av and go all the way until Rosh Hashanah, and the um, so as I mentioned, the the, the haftorah begins with Nachamu, Nachamu, ami, which means comfort, comfort my people. So why is there this double language? Um, one opinion says that the double language means that it's imminent, that it's going to happen very soon, um, very quickly. That that uh, salvation will come, that comfort will come. Uh, another interpretation is if we say Nachamu, Nachamu, that we almost have to repeat it to ourselves twice. We can't necessarily see it in the world how it's possible that salvation will come. So we have to continually repeat it and pray for it daily, and that and never give up on this idea that eventually comfort will come to the Jewish people. Another reason I mentioned is that Nachamu, Nachamu, has the same gematria as Pinchas, that ultimately Pinchas will lead the Jewish people back um, in the times of the Mashiach. Then. Um, Moving on to the says, Speak to the heart of the Jewish people. I'll leave. Speak to the heart of the Jewish people, um, to Yerushalayim, and proclaim to her that exile, uh, the exile is complete, and that our sin is forgiven, and that she has received Kiflayim, that she's received double for all of her sins from Hashem. What does this mean she received double? It means that the Jewish people basically received a double punishment. However, we're also going to receive a double consolation. Why is that? Um, It's because uh, that that our sins, um, you know, first of all, why is it that we have a double punishment? It's because the sins that we committed, not only is it, did we commit a sin, but the sins that we committed caused a chilo Hashem, caused a desecration of God's name. And I mentioned, it's just like Deshaun Watson. Now, not not only was he charged of the heinous crimes crimes that he committed, but he also was charged of desecrating the name of the NFL. And Lahavdil um, uh, the Jewish people are the the Jewish people sinned and and similarly we also basically desecrated God's name. Um, however, the reason why there's going to be a double reward is because um, the in in times of the Mashiach, basically all of the sins that the Jewish people committed will be completely flipped upside down, like a pitchfork. Like a pitchfork is able to flip dirt upside down. Similarly um in the times of the moshiach our sins will be flipped upside down and instead of being counted as sins we will actually be counted um as mitzvot and that's why we'll receive double because we won't it's not that we'll be punished for all of what we did but we'll actually be rewarded for it um moving on so then uh, a voice calls from from midbar clear the way for hashem make a straight path um a road for our god that um and and basically uh, Rashi says that this is a comparison to when the Jewish people were in Egypt. That just like when the Jewish people were slaves in Egypt, and they and God brought them out, and basically, um, God brought them through the Midbar and flattened, um, flattened the mountains and raised the um, the valleys and split the seas and basically made it a straight path to get into 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 um, Israel. So too, when the Jewish people eventually return in the times of the Moshiach all of those land barriers, the mountains and the valleys, all of it will be flattened on a straight path. Um, another interpretation is a non-literal interpretation is a drush, and the drush is is that basically it's not referring to literal valleys and literal mountains. Rather, it's referring to things that are minimized in our world but are valued in God's world. Um, and and uh, on the other hand, mountains refer to things that are valued in our world but are not valued in God's world. And the point being that valleys, those things that we don't really understand, that those things that in our world we don't praise, we don't honor, we don't give enough respect to, those things will be raised up to where they should be in the times of the Moshiach. And the mountains, those things that we put so much weight into, but really are, are meaningless, those will be lowered. Um, and the rough will be flattened, and basically there will be uh, a clear and easy path back to the land of Israel. And um, and the glory of Hashem will be revealed Cold basar, all flesh, not just the Jewish people, but everyone will see the mouth of Hashem that spoke. And then the Torah says, proclaim that all flesh is like grass and its kindness, its chesed is like a flower. And the Torah compares people to grass because just like people um, grow up, but then ultimately we wither and we fade away and we die. Similarly, grass does that as well. Um, And why is our kindness called a flower? It's because we promise big things. We promise that we're going to do all this chesed, all this good for humanity. But in reality, a lot of the times we don't live up to our promises. However, the Haftarah says only Hashem's word stands forever. So the point being that we should, if we want to focus on something eternal, we should focus on Hashem's word and not spend too much time, you know, focusing and spending all of our attention on people who, on flesh and blood that ultimately they will, um, you know, that they will fade away and uh, and it just like grass fades away and, and is blown away by the wind. Now, the Aftorah um, continues with, Ascend a mountain, herald of Zion. Raise a strong voice, don't have fear, and say to the cities of Yehuda, Hashem will come with a strong hand. His reward is with him, like a shepherd grazes his flock and carries his lambs in his bosom and guides the nursing sheep. And this is to say that human leaders human leaders are are brutal are you know on their on their victory marches they kill anything in their path however hashem doesn't have that derach doesn't have that that way hashem will um you know the the lamb here is compared to the jewish people that the jewish people even though we might seem like we're sort of in the back of the herd that we're always getting picked on ultimately um our shepherd hashem uh, hashem will pick us up and and raise us to his bosom so to speak um that 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 god will care for us even though we might be sort of the most vulnerable the smallest the weakest of all the nations we continually after after many many thousands of years have been carried in hashem's uh bosom so to speak um are just like a like just like a shepherd cares for the for the the weakest lamb in his um in his herd and is willing to even pick it up and carrying it carry it next to him, so too the Jewish people are carried by God throughout all of our trials and tribulations. Um, the Haftorah continues, who can measure the waters of the earth, gauge the heavens, weigh the mountains, measure the dust? Who can appraise the spirit of Hashem? Basically, the world is so humongous and so massive, it's impossible to measure just the quantities of what Hashem did. Um, and, it's, and and the Haftorah challenges, can an Ish at Sato, can his councilman, can 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 god's councilmen? can can human beings ever really understand god the answer is no um where did the this council person seek counsel how did they gain their insight how did they learn justice and, and wisdom ultimately that came from god all the nations are like a drop in a bucket like a dust on a scale um lebanon is insufficient kindling and the beasts of lebanon are insufficient for for the offerings that the point here being that all the other nations um, that commit, uh, you know, that practice adultery next to the, next to the Jewish people, um, all these idolatrous nations, um, all of our neighbors will have no meaningful effect on us. That just like a drop in a bucket and dust on a scale has no meaningful effect. So too, the other nations around Israel that are uh, committing sins, that those nations won't have any real effect, real, real tangible, uh, meaningful effect on the Jewish people. And um, it speaks about Lebanon, who borders Israel, that they there's going to be so many offerings to God that basically all of the wood of Lebanon won't even be enough for kindling to start the fire, and all the beasts in Lebanon won't be sufficient for all the offerings that will be brought. Then after it says all the nations are like nothing to God, um, and, you know, that, that uh, a person tries to create an idol that won't rot or won't fall apart, but ultimately this is useless, don't you realize that Hashem, he sits on the circumference of the earth? All the inhabitants of the earth are like grasshoppers to him. Um the heavens are like a like a curtain to God, the politicians and the judges they're nothing. Um and all the, the human leaders, it's as if they weren't even planted. It's as if the if a wind blew, a storm wind came, could completely knock them down and and, and sweep them away. Um, and this is referring to basically all the nations that that tried to attack the Jewish people, the Greeks, the Romans, the Egyptians um, the Nazis the Spanish Empire, the Babylonians, the list could go on and on that all those all those nations ultimately they really were completely insignificant they 're just a, a paragraph in a history textbook now they 're nothing more than that um, that that they you know they it 's as if they weren 't even planted they 're blown away, um, yet the Jews remain. Uh, the Haftorah continues, who can you liken me to, uh, to be my equal, says says Hashem. Um, Raise your eyes and see who created everything, um, that Hashem will bring the legions by number, um, and Hashem will call each of us by our name, and um, by God's power and his strength, not one person will be missing. The point here being, is that God has not forgotten us? That even though we might be like grasshoppers to God, um, and uh, and and our leaders are like are like nothing, uh, are, are can be blown away with a with a storm wind. Nevertheless, God counts every single one of us um, and remembers our name. And with that, I'll read my poem. Um, After we have felt enough of Hashem's wrath, the road to redemption will be a straight path. For seven haftoras, we will be consoled. With his strong arm, he will lead us to our goal. And with that, l'chaim l'chaim, and uh, this has been the Holaf Torah.